correct. Yeah. If you're ready, <clears throat> tell me when you're ready. You ready? Okay. KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast, featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. The show and podcast will inform, educate, and illuminate the transformation, joy, and inspiration architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Hosted by architecture aficionado and principal of Accurate, this is Tom Dioro. Thank you, Shay. For our guest today, please welcome Key Anderson, ILD and principal of Nitale Lighting, an international design firm headquartered in San Francisco and Seattle, offering a fresh perspective on lighting design with an intimate tech-savvy dialogue that empowers project personnel who actively contribute to the design process. For more information, you can visit www.niteolighting.com. That's www.niteolighting.com. Hello, Key. We're excited and honored to have you with us here today on The Modern Architect. Yeah, thanks, Tom. It's, it's great to be down here. Oh, happy you're here. Really am. Can, can you share with us how long you've been uh, so involved uh, with lighting in the built environment and how, this is kind of uh, two questions, and how today's technology is more sustainable and advanced than even perhaps even several years ago? I know this is kind of a loaded question, but feel free to answer it however you, you'd like. Uh, sure, sure. So, yeah. I mean, I guess starting back, you know, I actually studied lighting design in school. Okay. And... I say that because not all lighting designers do. They come from all different backgrounds, sure, theater certainly. or interior design, whatever. But, you know, back then they're teaching us all types of things about tungsten halogen and incandescent and all the sort of the classics, even cold cathode, neon, all that stuff. So things have changed a lot since then. And that back in those days, people were a little nervous about fluorescent even. So okay. fluorescent was still sort of being tested. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we reached that point with LEDs, I think, probably several years ago, there people nervous about the testing, and still there's a lot of people that aren't quite sure if it's safe to use for certain things, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's come a mighty long way. Yeah, how did you, how did you begin in, in lighting? I know you went to school for it, but did, like, um, you know, I, I like to bring back to you youth, because oftentimes if you follow your passion, you'll find out it actually struck you, um, or the light bulb went off, that's a bad pun, but it went, <laughs> the, it goes off when you're younger. Is there an incident or... Uh, epiphany that happened when you, if you can re- recall, that went, you know what, lighting fascinates me. Um, I don't know if you had that dialogue in your head, but no, you know, something but, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. something similar. I mean, looking back on it, uh, you know, after I was into lighting, I realized, <clears throat> I think my mom reminded me, she said, your first word was basically reflection of light. No when, way. When, when I, I, we were driving and I would, <clears throat> sometimes I'd see a reflection, you know, on the car roof or something from sun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I had my own little word for it. And so that was my first word I used quite a lot. Oh, that's terrific. <laughs> oh, that really is. Okay. So it's, it started in and it just evolved. What, what made you choose that in school since, since so many in lighting did not come from a, a lighting, uh, a formal lighting uh, education in lighting? What, what, you know, that, that's very young and early to know that this is kind of be where your direction is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I think there I was lucky as well because um, I went to the University of Colorado in Boulder. Okay. And uh, at that time, I think he still does have um, a position there. But 
really famous, beloved professor, David DeLora. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> fantastic. And so I, I ended up in engineering school um, across the way from the architecture school and started looking into it. And it was one of the intro classes that he was teaching. And many people from Boulder that are in lighting, they say what I'm telling you, which is he's what got me inspired. Like he, okay. <clears throat> he's just a very inspiring um, Italian-American, very full of life and passionate about everything. And he knows, like, he translates uh, Latin lighting theory from ages ago wow. into English and all this stuff. So it's, he's, a, he's, he's inspired. Okay, so he inspired you. I was going to say, how would you, you describe it? He took his passion, his love, and, and put it into lighting. What, what were some of the, cha- the things that you uh, experienced when you were going through uh, University of Colorado in lighting? Like, at, what was, like... Uh, the high tech then, if you can recall. Well, I mean, t- calculus was pretty high tech. Okay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> we had our, enough of that. Um, but high tech uh, in terms of lighting yeah, technologies, yeah. Um, I would say some of the newer fluorescents, different types of compact fluorescents. Okay. You know, like the bulbs uh, in different forms. And they weren't brand new, but they were yeah. still kind of useful. And you're finding, oh, I can do that. And, and we find the same things with LEDs because they get smaller and smaller and do these different things. And mm-hmm. um, even a lot, you know, it's ongoing basically. Okay. So we're still finding new uses and things we can we can use them. For. Yeah. So ongoing. And, and, and speaking <clears throat> of LEDs, um, um, are there any new products that you're aware of? You don't have to name names, but <laughs> that just technology, the LED technology in any countries in particular that are really uh, at the forefront. Uh, of solving, you know, some of the lighting uh, challenges that architects have. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's there's a few players in it. I mean, it's starting off from the chip makers that are okay. making the LEDs themselves, <clears throat> and those for a while they're coming from a few different places, um, Japan and South Korea, uh, in particular. But they're coming from a lot of different places now, and so that's just one little part to it. And they've become fairly standardized. Okay. Um, certain people are ahead of the game in terms of life and output and efficiency of that little unit. But then the next step is who puts all that together and makes a light and makes something you can use. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and people do that locally here very, very well in the Bay Area. They do that. Um, I think at this point, in most countries I've seen uh, and work in, they're, they're excelling at making fixtures using that, yeah. that chip. Yeah. So what are some of the, I know a lot of the architects are, um, they're challenged with lighting. <laughs> That's one of the, one facet of the, the whole process that they're challenged with. Have you experienced the same? Is it a lot of architects obviously are good at what they do, but when it comes to lighting, it's, um, it's not as, uh, it's not as prevalent in their practice. You, yeah. I mean, okay. obviously to their credit, they're managing a, a thousand different things yeah. and disciplines. So, yeah. um, at, but, yeah, we find that a lot. And there's a lot of architects who have a really good idea, sense about lighting and what it wants to feel like. Mm-hmm. And maybe just not the exact tools to make it happen, That maybe not the, the, the manufacturer locally, whether it's here or if there's a project internationally, they might not have the right connections to who's who and how to make that work. Yeah. And, and does, that, does it help also, <clears throat> also? Do they contact you? You contact them both when they say, look, we have a, a really interesting lighting challenge. Um, we need some help on it. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they usually reach out to us. We're, okay. Yeah, we're pretty approachable. And yeah, I hope like, so. <laughs> it's, um, that's, that's pretty much how it goes. And sometimes it starts off with a question on one light for one room, and then you end up just help, helping and being a part of the team for the whole project. Yeah. That sort of thing. Do many of them have in-house lighting, and do you help with that as well? 
Some. Some. Okay. Some, um, and some of like the really big engineering multidiscipline firms, which mm-hmm. is um, I spent some time in myself years ago. They sometimes they do have in-house lighting um, engineers slash lighting designers as well. Okay, uh, we talked earlier about uh, you, you've been around the world uh, with lighting. Uh, uh, tell me, you know, uh, is there any place in particular that really inspired you with with their with their lighting or the way they they um, they express it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, particularly, I mean, <clears throat> in Southeast Asia, people embrace lighting for kind of a different way because okay. they're. It's so hot during most of the day. Nighttime is when people like to come out, and it's a little cooler. You can walk around. <clears throat> and so in those in those sort of locations where people have, you know, the, the resources behind them, they're developing more quickly, like Singapore, for example. Okay. <clears throat> um, they have a lot of uh, respect for lighting, and so much so that we, in those projects, um, just keep using Singapore as an example, we go in way early in concept, and we submit you know, particulars to the government for all projects. So the government reviews and it sort of interviews you. Really? So the government is that involved in the, in the lighting? So they value it that to that level? Yep. Yep, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's impressive. And, it, you know, it, it's it's a good showcase of, of sort of the history of how you go from not having any lighting plan for your city to having a master plan, uh, which one of my previous firms helped develop. Mm-hmm. Not my firm, a firm I yeah. worked with. Um, but... And, and taking that and then taking interest in that and actually making it a thing, making it, yeah. enforcing it. Yeah. So so you literally, can you, uh, can you go through a city? Um, I, don't, I don't want to put any cities on the spot here, but can you go through a city and, and look at it and say, you know, I think I can improve the lighting for the general populous areas? Uh, Has it ever yeah. kind of... <laughs> yes, <laughs> Every day? Okay. Every day? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it's a good thing. We, we see okay. things that we like to, oh, that, that, sometimes it's perfect, right? But okay. there's always some little tweak. Like um, uh, Maki, my partner, and I yeah. often ask ourselves, you know, when we're sitting in a room, actually, it's her favorite question to ask me, well, what are three things you change about this? And sometimes I kind of stumble on it. I'm like, oh, I didn't oh. look yet, actually. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah, we're always we're always keeping our eye out. Okay, so you can, please mention Mamaki and 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 how, what she means in your life and and, <laughs> and in your practice, of course. Yeah. yeah so um, first and foremost, Maki, Maki is my wife. Excellent. Yeah. Um, we we met uh, doing lighting okay. uh, for our old firm uh, as senior designers there, and that was in in Tokyo. So we, after we met, we got closer, closer, and then we ended up um, reuniting with my old colleague, Jason Edling, who I went to school with in Boulder. And he, at the same time, was leaving and thinking about starting something. So we all sort of got together, and um, uh, we, we, we made that happen. But Maki and I are focused on our Cal- – we have two offices, so we're focused okay. on the California group. Okay. Uh, and often that means the international projects, especially projects in Asia, since we, we obviously spent so much time there. Sure. So so um, you've got projects here in Seattle. Seattle, is that the other? Mm-hmm. San That's Francisco, right. Seattle, and um, San Francisco, Seattle, and, and world, worldwide. You, Europe as well? Or is there anywhere in the world you, you, you've, you assist with uh, architects or municipalities or groups that are interested that value um, – Excellent lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. we're we're fortunate to be working on projects in several different countries um, simultaneously. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. So, light, that's one thing okay. I should maybe just mention real quick is Please. lighting designers. We you know we tend to work on a lot of projects at once. Okay. Um, 
just because our scope is more limited than an architect. So an architect, a lot of times, uh, sometimes they're going to be focused on one sure. project for a long time yeah. um, or a few projects. But we, we really have a lot going on at once. And so it's... it's yeah, balancing. and it's world it's worldwide. How is it, 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 the name of your uh, firm, Niteo? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got and, it. And please explain the, uh, where you, where, what became of the your name and what it means. Yeah, um, the, Jason came up with that one. And Jason, I should mention, oh, wait, yeah, we went to the same school in Boulder, but both inspired by the same gentleman professor there, uh, David Delore. So, oh, he's quite dynamic. Because, huh? because of the Latin, yeah. Yeah. Um, Niteo is a Latin word, mm-hmm. and it means to shine, uh, to thrive, to be bright. To glitter, like glitter, that kind of thing. So yeah. it just kind of struck us as you know that it, it goes back to our roots and sort of where we got in, our inspiration from. And yeah, so that's how yeah. it came. So Jason kind of came up with the idea. You guys learned that idea, the name, and yeah. it's just perfect. Yeah. If it it's that okay, how is it uh, uh, around the world? What, how is it dealing with different? You know, go back to municipalities, different cities. Since you you reference Singapore is pretty. Um, uh, assertive and really has a high value for lighting and the and and the part it plays in people's lives. How how do you do you see it similar in California, other parts of the world, other states? How, in comparison to Singapore, so it's... yeah, it is a good question because it, it's it's lighting is a very cultural thing, right? Okay. So I've never thought of it as culture, but yeah, it really yeah, from place to place. Yeah. Um, for example, you could be in Japan and maybe somebody wants everything extremely bright in the space um, or really high levels of illumination. Uh, and they do focus, too, um, some of their designers, they focus on a lot of the light and shadow concepts as okay. well. Um, but, yeah, and color temperature of the light, it can be a colder color temperature across you know a whole country versus warmer. <clears throat> the other thing that's different is um, here, uh, you mentioned just the Bay Area or even U.S. in general, there's not a whole lot of attention paid to facades and exterior lighting and sort of the little bit more dynamic and playful lighting that you get. Yeah, I wonder why. <clears throat> I'm curious. We, what, what, have you ever taken a stab at why that is? No, I can't. Yeah. I, I, know, I know the, um, I, just from hearing I, around the, the groups of people we run with, we, we, it seems like the approvals and the, the the people in San Francisco, anyway, they're pretty conservative as far as, as far as what, what gets built okay. um, architecturally. So it probably has some influence. But uh, we were quite happy to see um, Leo Villarreal's installations on yeah. the Bay Bridge because that sort of thing is I wouldn't have expe- <clears throat> that kind of came online about the time I was moving back to start Nateo. Yeah. And so when I saw that, it, it was really inspiring, and it kind of felt like, okay, this is this <laughs> yeah. is good. This I is wonder if it, I wonder if it influences the rest of the city. Have you found that? Not that not that they've verbally said, you know, ever since that. But you know, it just kind of gets into you. It kind of a, what's the word? Um, uh, osmosis. Just mm-hmm. seeing that on a, on a daily, nightly, evening basis, kind of ins- I would think may inspire the re- rest of the city. I think so too. Found, yeah. Know? Okay. I mean, I noticed like some of the news stations. That's their background. You know, in the evening news is that Bay Bridge, the lights. Oh, you're right. And yeah. it's, okay. it's become like it was done well. So it's really. It, it is it is having a good influence. Yeah. And now, it, it, with a city, can you go in? Have you ever gone to a, a city um, and said, "Hey, you know what? I think I can improve the the out not the outlook, the the vibe of the town with uh, better lighting." Mm-hmm. We've touched on that. Um, we're we're looking at a couple of potential opportunities just like that um, coming yeah. up. So it. it you know, it, we're pretty passionate about it, so it, it, we're happy to approach somebody well, and say, you know what, we've got some ideas. Yeah, we'll Here's talk how. about that in a moment. Yeah. Um, you're listening to The Modern Architect, KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM.
Home First, formerly EHC Life Builders, is the leading provider of services, shelter, and housing for homeless men, women, and children in the Santa Clara County. On any given night, more than 6,500 people in the county are homeless. Home First helps these people find and keep stable, long-term shelter and transitional housing. The organization also maintains the largest outreach team that regularly visits people in the streets. If you would like to help, visit www.homefirstscc.org. That's homefirstscc.org. Thank you. Now back to The Modern Architect. We're talking today with Key Anderson, ILD, and principal, partner, and partner of Detail Lighting, an international firm headquartered in San Francisco, California, and Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit nateolighting.com. That's www.niteolighting.com. Key, we were talking about being inspired, cities being inspired, and you looking at them saying, you know, I think you can improve the outlook of, of, uh, of the populace with... Well, you know, uh, I don't want to say better. Okay, we'll say better or you know, greater lighting or improved lighting. However, you do. Have you have you approached municipalities with that sort of uh, in that sort of way? Um, we haven't approached directly in that exact way yet. That's that's uh, one of the things that we like to do in a couple of places uh, in the short term. Um, we a lot of times it starts with a small neighborhood or even a really large mixed use project that okay. starts to shape a neighborhood. Uh, And so for those projects, we always start with our own master plan uh, and, of course, survey the area, but then create a master plan for this. Maybe it's four blocks of the city if that city doesn't have one yet. So that type of thing we're used to doing. So it's it's kind of like applying that and a few other of the city's urban planning and master planning, Mm -hmm. you know, approaches they've taken and, and yeah, yeah, going forward with those. Have you have you taken in a, seen a project where you're like, oh, this almost looks hopeless, and brought it to life? No pun intended. <laughs> uh, or, or I'm sure, yeah, yeah, you have. But like, is there any in particular that you're at liberty to share with us um, that you can recall? Say, say in the next last couple of years, you know, to make there, it easier. Unless there's one that's really was really poor, really bad, and you're like, oh, we made this thing just gorgeous yeah <laughs> um i'm assuming you're talking about projects that we we started and we thought it was a bad one not like yeah before you started of course <laughs> yeah, see what yeah. Think. Like, we gotta yeah take not after <laughs> but before it was yeah. and then you got when, once you did uh, you know your magic that you you looked at it and went wow it was inspiring or yeah there's uh, been actually a few just in the last few years share with um, yeah share with our audience they're they're yeah. kind of it based okay um, and it's because they're so so fast you know the, these companies are growing so fast so quickly um <clears throat> and when you get throw that in the mix of your construction schedule your consultants um not even to mention that lighting design sometimes comes in is brought into the project fairly late mm-hmm. sometimes um, oh, yeah. So you're working really fast. You're working on a really tight budget in a lot of cases. So it's it's kind of the speed and budget that we see when we start the project, uh, and we think, okay, we're this is going to be a really big challenge. And so we we take that as a sincere challenge. And you know, there's um, one of the major awards uh, that's given uh, in this country as a lighting design award, or one of the types of awards, is on a design on a budget. And okay. so some of those some of those projects they feel like they're going to be that way. Like, okay, we're gonna yeah. we're, we're shooting for this. <laughs> okay, and so 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 the outcome is brilliance. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that you said that. Yeah. Like, yeah, what else? What else? So, so that project there, is there any, any that you're working on now that you're at liberty to share with? You don't have to name the names of the firms, or, but just um, what are some of the, the what are the challenges and what are, what, what are the outcomes that you're looking for? And what can we expect if we, we actually saw the projects? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you're absolutely right there because of NDAs and all of that. There's, a, there's not a whole lot I can share in terms of yeah. the names, but um, companies in the San Francisco, two of which off the top of my head kind of fit what I just described. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one of them uh, actually just did, we found out, win an award uh, a couple days ago, which we're really excited Congratulations. about. Congratulations. Thanks. That's great. Thanks. That's um, great. And so that's for a, a headquarters that's located in San Francisco. Um, and that one was a really tight budget as well. Right. And it was a quick one, so it, it kind of yeah fit that description. Yeah. Uh, we had another one very similar uh, in San Francisco, another headquarters. Um, it won an award as well. This is a older; it's a couple years back, but it was a phase two of a project. And so we came in after the their first phase completed, and they just wanted to mix it up and do something different. So we came in, we carried through some of the really nice concepts that were there mm-hmm. before, and then we just fixed up some other things and. Yeah. Okay. So, she, do you when you say you fixed up, did you go kind of over the existing work, or we we didn't re, well we didn't remove anything um, for the new phases. We just changed what would have been done on the previous phase, and we did it a way that we okay. preferred. Okay. Right. Um, later, I think they did go back themselves uh, as that company, and they just kind of they went back on some of the phase one stuff, and they just tweaked a few things, but. The, the good thing about that project is they had a really strong, beautiful concept in the center part of it, uh, of that project. So that lived through on the phase two, and we, we kind of held true to that yeah. part of the design. Okay, so those were the, the two. I noticed there, there's kind of a pattern here. They're headquarters, and they're award-winning. Is that by design that you go, our work, we want to be award-winning? Or are you just going to, what's going to be, I don't know, what's the most practical? What's the what's going to be the most stunning? What what, what what sort of objective do you want to achieve on each project, or do you have do you have a mindset with each project? Um, we we definitely don't um, we don't necessarily seek awards. Okay. It's never really been something that neither Maki nor I have been driven by. Okay. Um, it's lovely to get yeah. awarded. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we're really happy to hear that news last week, but yeah. uh, we really just get wrapped up in starting fresh every time. Um, and we do that not just in terms of like our approach. We have some similarities that carry through, but um, delivered, the deliverables, the style, the way we do it, we kind of start from scratch every time just to keep ourselves Really? Thinking. Each project is like brand new? So, you know, we don't okay. really have many templates. Um, we kind of... <laughs> oh, that's fierce in we, a good way. It's, it's challenging yeah, that in, is. in some ways, but it keeps you, part of your design mind really awake because you're not just sucked into lighting only. You're, yeah. you're thinking about um, the brads that go into this book that you're printing to show clients. Uh, so oh. it's, it's, uh, it's, we, we, we love it and we're, we're yeah. holding on to that. So you're starting new every time. You know, you, usually, it's not unusual to, for, you know, for folks in the, in the built environment to kind of have a template somewhat, if not just to save time. But you're not even looking at that save time part. You're looking at starting something from its original and authentic at the get-go. You got it. That's very challenging. I mean, it really is. So, what, what, what's the culture like at Natio to keep to, to foster that? <laughs> uh, you well, have to tell all the stories. <laughs> just, just, just. You know, what, what, what is the the culture that facilitates this? Because it has to be, it has to be nurtured. 
It does. Yeah. And it helps a lot that um, it's just uh, our natural personalities, Maki and I anyway, to just be that way and live our life that way. And that's just, it kind of, it just soaks into what we're doing. And um, we we definitely, we're not sitting back and watching things. We're on the floor, like cutting papers and doing Literally everything. on the floor, like a, like a kid. Well, we have a, yeah. we, we built out a, um, a, a garage space. We took... Um, you know, like maybe Apple did way back when we, and everyone else is doing. But we took a garage, we transformed this whole thing into our office ourselves again. So <laughs> doing the, the different types of construction work that go into yeah. it and space planning. Um, we did have an architect friend help us okay. a little bit with that. Okay, very good. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Um, but yeah, so we even even that we, we like to design and kind of build with our own hands. Yeah, so it is a culture that permeates and so everyone that you, that that's a part of your um your firm has that 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 uh, attribute. Yeah, we look for people okay. with that sort of gleam in their eye. That, <laughs> that they've got to have a light, right? Yeah. yeah, there's a light in their eye, and we. It's, okay, that's great. So it's there. I, I noticed uh, from your website and 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 um, looking at some of your work that you have. Uh, in my opinion, great range, and that you can go from a residence to a museum to a restaurant to it. It. it any sort of built environment. And it, it looked like, uh, in my, my opinion again, it looked like that that's what you specialized in. Even though that's like, wait a minute, he, he didn't does, doesn't do just restaurants or doesn't do just museum, even though there are lighting professionals that do do that and they do a great job with it. But you do each one of them and it looks like that's what you do. It's it's maybe, I haven't heard it put that way, but I like that and I, that's pretty accurate. I think we specialize in flexibility. Okay. Specialized in flexibility. That's a new word, too. you got to <laughs> trademark that. Specialized in flexibility. So, so you, you, you've got that sort of range. Is there, is there any sort of built in, in any uh, venue that you kind of really get excited about more so than another? I know you're going to do the lighting for them, and, and but, but is there any venue that you really go, oh, this is going to be fun? Yes, there Okay, are. yeah, share um, with us. You can share that, right? That's not yeah, yeah, proprietary for sure. technology. Right? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Um, we particularly enjoy... Um, Several things. So um, start with museums, okay. um, particularly like a children's museum, for example. We're, we're just kicking one up here uh, in the Bay Area. And it's just fun because you get to look at it in a whole new light. I mean, you, you, you think, you know, we were talking about this the other day. We're, why don't we, when we're concept storyboarding this thing, why don't we imagine we're two feet high and then look at all of our floor plans and lighting plans from that level and, and make sure we're designing this the way it's, you know, the users are going to. Yeah, so it's a children's museum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, children's museums are extremely yeah. fun. Just They tend to be a little more playful. Sometimes um, the budgets are tighter, but that's okay. Um, you can always make it work. Um, those are great fun. One that doesn't pay so well and sometimes it's self-funded are the light festivals, light art festivals. So, Say it again, the light? Lighting festivals. So okay. we don't really have any strong ones here um, to mention, but there are many cities around the world that have quite large lighting festivals where People go, sometimes they're commissioned, uh, and you're paid for your work and travel and everything. Other times they're not. <clears throat> but essentially, we go in there, and we have a special name for our group that does that. It's still Nateo, but we call it Nateo Small Hands, and it's Nateo Small Hands Project. Oh, yes, I saw that. What is it? It's going to that project, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's okay. that's just that's our sort of little trade name for when we kind of step aside from Nateo for a minute or several late nights and work on these art installations. <laughs> I love that, several late nights. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, it's great fun. I mean, we've done a few different ones, and we end up, you know, having 
how many tons, like these enormous blocks of ice delivered to our office. And since we're in the bottom, we have concrete floor, three, yeah, three huge blocks of ice. And it takes them almost a week to melt. But we're, we're working on this lighting ice installation. Uh, and so we just love to get Whoa, <laughs> lighting a, ice. Yeah, so if people visit our office around that time, they just kind of look at us. Yeah, like, now can can our, our audience and listeners go to uh, uh, visit a website that may have some of those uh, graphics? Um, yeah, we have. So we've that was our second lighting and ice okay. sort of play. Uh, the first one is actually on our website. So Okay, so they can visit your website. What's the website? <laughs> it's uh, www.niteolighting.com. It's okay. spelled yeah. N-I-T-E-O. Okay. So they can go there and see, see those projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did that come about, the, the Nateo's small hand? Like, you, you, it's, is it a, an offshoot or a branch of? Or um, <clears throat> It's just a, something playful we came up with at playful. that moment. I, I, <laughs> don't, I don't know where exactly that came from, but it's, uh, I think we, we had something similar back uh, years and years ago at another firm. It was something... Some small hands thing. It had a different meaning and a different purpose, but we, okay. we remember that term. Like, oh, that fits kind of well with these side projects. Yeah. So th- those are a couple of the, uh, the projects that you're talking about. Um, any, uh, any, like, museums that you've done? Uh, modern? Historic? So museums, yeah. yeah I mean, I guess f- as far as projects that we really get a, you know, a really new, different feeling from, I was thinking more of the children's museums. We, we did a lot of museum work. Uh, when I was with my previous firm, um, Arup uh, does fantastic. They're a multidiscipline firm, and okay. they do all kinds of huge projects. And so that's where I was lucky enough to be involved in several of those large museums. Okay. <clears throat> and those are fun just because you're working at that scale with you know architects from that you know their names, like the yeah. back of your hand. And yeah. So <clears throat> museum projects are great. You know, and everything's good in a different way. The residential projects that we work on are a lot of fun because. A lot of times the budget is increased and we have more freedom to kind of apply the things we learned on the lower budget projects, but actually, you know, expand those ideas. Yeah, let's touch on this again. This is The Modern Architect on KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM. Founded in 1948, Santa Barbara's based Direct Relief International is a non-governmental humanitarian aid organization. It provides medical assistance without regard to politics, religious beliefs, or ethnicity, to improve the health and lives of people in all 50 states and 70 countries who are affected by poverty or emergency. 100% of every donation goes directly to clinic partners and keeping its programs running. To learn more or to contribute, visit directrelief.org. That's directrelief.org. And now back to The Modern Architect. We're talking today with Key Anderson, ILD, and partner, principal of Niteo Lighting, an international firm headquartered in San Francisco, California, and Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit www.niteolighting.com. That's www.niteolighting.com. Key, we were speaking of of residents. What type of, uh, again, the range of residents that uh, I've seen um, from your website and some of your work and some of the media uh, media uh, presentations of your work, uh, what kind of projects are, uh, are you working on, say, within the last, say, 2015 through now? Are they modern, historical, both? <clears throat> for, for residences? Yes, for residents. <clears throat> um, 
I would say they're a little more modern. Okay. Um, so we've done a little work on um, high-rise residents, uh, like multifamily residences, um, but then single family, um, just really large private oh, residences. You got range. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wow. Well, I mean, we, we've done just a few of those uh, in the last few years since starting the tail. Um, I actually started out doing that when right out of college, I jumped right into those projects pretty much 100%. I was working in, in Napa. Okay. Um, oh, we were. Okay. Yeah, okay. with with, uh, with um, a really great lady named Susan Huey. We still keep in touch. It was just the two of us. I was helping her <laughs> do her high-end residential work. And so I got exposed to a lot of that really early on, project after project. Um, you, there's one similarity. It's just they're huge. Yeah, yeah. So do, do you obviously you learn from each one of them. And is, is each one unique, or do you take some of the, some of the um, – uh, the lessons learned into the next one and just kind of expand on it? What's As far as lighting goes, I would say they're not always unique when I've seen them. When we do them, they're always... We try to, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll change it. Okay. Right after this project is done, we're going to start a new project. We're going to have a new concept, new approach. We might take a couple of the same ideas. Like I mentioned, light and shadow, That that is something that we like to make sure there's a little bit of thought in every project for kind of not only do you have a lighting plan you have a shadow plan so you're, you're thinking about where it's a little darker where you might have some interesting reflections and that yeah. kind of thing is there any is there any um signature to your work where uh, let's say if i went to or anyone in our audience or listeners went to um uh, either a residence or a building or facility or built environment that you've worked on and said, aha, that must be Maki or that must be Key's work. Is there anything, is there such thing as leaving a signature in lighting? I just thought of that. So I, I like, I like the idea. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like the idea. Um, I'm just thinking, do we have a signature? I don't, I don't think so. We, so we, sometimes when we do, a facade lighting project, just, just think like the Leo Villarreal bridge. Mm-hmm. We will also do the artistic programming for it. So we'll program those scenes that you see happening. And I think that's a unique signature because a lot of times that comes from um, a separately hired artist. Or okay. it's um, sometimes if it's, it may even be provided by the installer, that manufacturer. Oh, is that right? Yes, I, where, where I live, uh, we can see the airport, San Francisco airport, and they also it's it's lit up the front entrance, and there's it's it's uh, pretty frequently they'll do it's like a light show within the lights. Have you seen it, San Francisco International Airport? Mm-hmm. It's really nice, mm-hmm. um, but they do a, they'll do a light show, like for example, the Warriors. You know, they're, they're going to be playing. They'll do a, a blue color. and yellow theme that'll dance. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll move around like a ball throughout the front entrance of the uh, of the of the airport. Mm-hmm. What, what's that? Is that called something? Um, is there a technical term to say <clears throat> what they're doing with the lighting to to make that? Um, so those are. Probably DMX-based lighting systems. DMX-based lighting they're, systems, they're okay. They're probably programming that DMX-based lighting system, and it can be done through lots of different types of software, um, depending on what equipment is there and the best way to go about it. But uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's what they're doing with it. In fact, I'll, I'll touch on the, that that signature part of it. Is there even a way that you could do it, like, you know, a little hidden flicker or something mm-hmm. that says, aha, this is this is Nitale Lighting that does that? Just like, you know... Um, uh, Foster or Franklin or any of the arc, they leave something that's a signature that you know this is them. I absolutely love that idea. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking in my head, what are we going to do? We're going yeah. to we're going to do something. Yeah, so everywhere you go, you can have that. There's a signature of your your uh, a reminder uh, and, and, and a flicker um, 
of of who you are and what you do and this is your light this is you I really appreciate that. No, We're gonna, no. <laughs> we're gonna think about that. No, no, because I, it's um, because uh, lighting obviously with with architecture, you know, lighting I I think is 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 such a major component to the architecture. You can have great architecture, but if the lighting's not there, it's not it's not going to work. And I I have to tell you that oftentimes that's uh, that's not too unusual, as we discussed earlier in the show. That a lot of architects they're not they're not that's not their um, focus. Is the the lighting, and uh, there, there's we can be skilled at it, but not, not um, it's not our forte, and or not the forte. So, how do you address it with you know some of the, the architecture that you've seen, even in the evening or or just in daylight? Just have you ever approached uh, any of them to say, hey, I think I can make what you've done better? Um, That's a lot, but I, I yeah, I'll try we- to be politically no. <laughs> nice with it but uh, you know without infinity I appreciate that yeah. um, <clears throat> no we we um there have been some situations and uh, we've frankly we've been pretty busy just kind of taking care of our current clients okay um but you know and, and there are times where uh, we're approached uh, to help fix things um but yeah i wouldn't say we've yeah, because I I can see with with what you've done, the work that I've seen you've done, that you could literally take something that's not actually well designed and actually make it look well designed. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, okay, we, I, I love mean, it. you can do that. That's we, great. Okay. We and we, we do all sorts of things. We we'll we'll do the tiniest brewery, for example, uh, <laughs> because we really just enjoy the company of the people. It's you know it's something different. Um, and you learn you learn things on every project, especially if you're doing different types of projects every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, go back to the brewery. How do you how do you uh, light a brewery and still consider all the the temperature factors? Does that all that has to be considered? Correct. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. Yeah, it's it's easier easier nowadays with LED. I I started out in Napa, as I mentioned, doing wineries as well, okay. so yeah. high end residential wineries. So there are some similarities there, and usually, you know, the top of the tanks need to be lit really well so because if they're taking readings or on the side of the tank taking uh, i don't know what they're measuring but yeah seeing how strong the beer is maybe. yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and then the other side of it is the retail not so much retail but hospitality side where people are comfortable in the bar drinking you know next to the production line it's that's a, there's a lot of factors yeah and you can do all those factors i mean it's each one of them requires its own expertise but you do them all, or do you have people? You have people in in, in detail that that can do. Oh, I, they're really good at this, and oh, he's really good at that, and she's good at this. We yeah, we we do them all at this point. I mean, yeah. we have a few things that you know. I've done more of this than Maki, for example, or Maki has done more than Jason. But between the three of us, we have um, a pretty wide breadth. You know, if we need help on a certain thing. We'll, the other person's gonna yeah. What projects uh, recently has been like? If you're able to say what it is, or you just tell me some of the challenges of it, that were like, wow, this is really, really, we're gonna get it done, but it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a challenge. Are there any projects recently that were like that? You know, even if it, if it, if you got that way in the middle of it, like, oh, there's, we can help you at it, but sometimes, yeah. sometimes really, it's it's about the team dynamics and the human factor and just the way. Say that again, the the human factor? Yeah, like okay. the, the sort of the connection of the different disciplines um, all the way up from client to architect um, and the way they're managed and working together. Sometimes 
it's a group that has never worked th- together before and they have their certain styles and there's, you know, there's conflicts more than, there's yeah. always something, but there's maybe more than another project. Um, that's one thing just to work around. Um, but that we've only had seen that happen once or twice and everything always ends up okay. It's, yeah. I'll use an example of the okay. uh, Singapore Sports Hub. Um, that was the first project I did when I went to Singapore to start uh, an Arab lighting group there. And the team was from all over, um, France and Europe and U.S. and Singapore, um, just everywhere. <clears throat> and on sites like that, you may be aware, but there are fights, like big fights every day. Ego type. Yeah, or just people yeah. working too hard. You know, everyone's... <laughs> You're being generous. Come on. It's, <laughs> hey, they want it. Well, you want it my... I want it my way, and yeah. you want it your way. Uh, There's yeah. some... Yeah. You know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... it's we'll it, edit it. It's <laughs> it's uh, really common. Um, okay. And to me, it's actually kind of fun to see at the... Because at the end of that fight... How's that fun? You're going out to a beer after. Okay. You know, yeah. like it's it's not... It's nothing personal. It's just people are stressed out. And, okay. Um, that's not a, a, the exact example of maybe team dynamics not working well. That's that, that one to me is more natural. Okay. In a yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that pro- the, the the Singapore what is it called? Singapore Singapore Sports Hub. It's okay. their national stadium. It opened up about a year ago. Okay. And what's the seating? Um, I don't recall the seating. It's. Um, what was that graphic? They they put like the Eiffel Tower inside of it in the graphic or something. I, I mean, it's huge. The and, and it, it has like I think it's the world's largest media moving media screen because the whole roof is this ETFE like a stretched uh, panel system, and so it's got translucency and every single pillow they call it ETFE pillow has lighting inside it, within it. And so those can be lit up. That's like, so awesome. It's like pixels of a TV screen basically, and so it slides open. Um, weather's usually nice enough to do that yeah so is, is that considered the, the state-of-the-art stadium in the world right now um there were some pretty huge feats especially in terms of um the engineering going into it um, okay from from arab and um, actually all the other disciplines and you had to you had to consider all of that with your yeah and then get it through the Key, government that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> really? that really is awesome so you could go from a residence in napa to a giant stadium in singapore with the same relative I don't know. It's not ease, I know, but you have that um, that skill set. No, that's ferocious. No. I mean, a lot of things do carry over. I mean, lighting yeah. is, it's it's almost like a material. They, you have the same it's tools. It's almost, a, lighting is like a material. I've never heard that before, <laughs> ever. Because you, you, can, you can use it's, the same light in so many different ways. Okay, uh, now just, I understand it's it. It's just All right. how you're going to apply this. And there's a lot of materials. I mean, there's so many different types of lights, uh, base, like smart lights, ba- yeah. s- smartly designed using LED technology in different new ways. Yeah. So we're always getting new materials. To work yeah. On. Now, in, in LEDs, a lot of them come from overseas. Have you found any other, I think you mentioned earlier, um, some of the countries like Japan, South Korea that have, how about the United States as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some really... Yeah, I think at this point, I mean, there's a lot of manufacturers that um, even manufacturing their own. Um, I don't know. I, I can mention names, I guess, right? Like, sure. There's yeah. a there's a really good one um, in uh, South Korea. Actually, they do all of their chips. They make all of their chips uh, and boards and everything. Um, the impressive part of what they do is they have all all this equipment in house, and so. We've seen them in there, and if you take a tour, you put on, you know, this clean suit. So yeah. Because it's, it's, they're making these chips. 
So it, it's it's an experience. But I mean, then again, um, a lot of people are doing this. It's, it's okay. It's, that's just one that I happen to have been to. So is the technology getting better? Um, I, I know there's been, um, unfortunately, there's a, a number of fails with LED, especially in the systems. Um, uh, um, are they getting better? Mm-hmm. I would hope so. Yeah. They are. I mean, you can still have a project fail miserably if you're not paying attention to where the stuff is, like just the specs basically on okay. it. It's not that people aren't producing them the way they say they are anymore. It's just that you've you got to watch each item of that spec number Okay. because it might have something. And the other thing about the fails, it it'll fail usually. LEDs tend to fail really quickly. So you'll notice if it's going to fail almost before people are moving in. Really? So it fails quickly even though it's supposed to last longer? Yeah. So okay. if it can make it past that first little stage, oh, no. you're good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Then and it'll last usually until the driver itself fails, which now is sort of the weaker point because the drivers do have to, re- the power supplies have to be replaced at some point. Okay. And with a lot of modern um, uh Modern homes, modern facilities, modern amenities. Landscaping is really important with that, especially homes. I go to residence. How how have you worked with landscape lighting, and how has that changed in the last year, a couple years? Um, or is it that much of an adjustment uh, for you? Not a whole lot of adjustment. I think um, it. We we love doing landscapes and and working in nature basically mm-hmm. so um, we have fun with it and it's again just sort of using the same tools and same lights and, and slightly new ways based on whatever trees or water or whatever whatever we see yeah. happening on site yeah you're listening to the modern architect kzsu 90.1 fm stanford the loop with drew deep is a radio show featuring electronic music ranging from house to techno to down tempo to down tempo and everything that's good in the underground. Each week, the show features releases, exclusive mixes, top picks, interviews, and live guest DJs from around the world. That's The Loop with Drew Deep from 11 a.m. all the way until 3 p.m. Monday mornings on KCSU Stanford. Now back to The Modern Architect. Key, are there are, are there any suggestions or recommendations you have for an an aspiring architect, lighting designer, or engineer today? Uh, can you repeat that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are there any suggestions or recommendations that you you might have for an aspiring architect or lighting designer or lighting engineer today? Um, if someone came and said, you know what, Key, I'm interested in, in what you do, uh, uh, would you cons- encourage them to pursue it? Or would you say, well, try this, uh, why don't you try this? Or, no, that's terrible, don't do it. I don't mean, no, I know you won't go that way. But <laughs> I'm just trying to, if, if someone, since we're on campus here, there are there are uh, architect students in particular that may go into lighting, but that it's not really offered. Yeah. So so they're going to have to uh, do their own sort mm. of uh, research and reaching out to, to find that. You know, it's it's that's a tricky one. It's tough because, like I mentioned, I I didn't know that's what I wanted to do, and I didn't. You know, I I heard a professor speak and got inspired by him, but still, I didn't really know. <laughs> uh, I, I think you just once you realize that you can make something whatever you want it to be, like you can you can make it do it your own way. Okay. Um, then, I think you're good no matter what you're doing, if it's lighting or anything else. Like you know, if you come into 
um, a lighting company and you find they're you know doing things by the book and doing things maybe not the way you want to do it and there's no flexibility or leeway to have your own personality I would probably steer away from that unless you're gonna learn a lot okay you know if 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 your goal is to go and learn a lot of things that you don't know yet then that's probably a good good path so but that sort of structure that structure is okay it's, it's not it's 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 a good background to to get behind you yeah okay so there's really no box you know you've heard the phrase think outside of the box well actually i believe in no box <laughs> but but it sounds like you're just the same it's yeah like there is no it's just yeah and it takes a while uh, to get the confidence and experience behind you to go in front of anybody client uh, team whatever and yeah just say this is how we want to do it and it's going to be completely different than what you've seen before yeah. but this is what you want to do yeah and so it's just getting that sort of sense of uh self behind your design okay yeah yeah how much of of your work is not just the the, the lighting the design and the the entire process but how much of it is actually relating to your client uh the personal a, part of it a lot of it is it really it. Okay. yeah we um if we if we if we can't actually meet with them and speak with them in person, uh, I mean that's what we aim to do. But some of like the largest CEOs and other people, you you just can't quite do that. At least not right at first. <laughs> um, so it's just we definitely study who our client is, um, where they've been. I mean it's the same way when an architect wants to hear, <clears throat> you know, buildings they've liked, seen and liked, and other things like that. We want to know because lighting is very personal. So we want to know. What do they like? You know, do they like dim lights at home? Do they like yeah. really warm color lights? Do they like um, like r literally colorful lighting? You know, there's so many different personal things to lighting. And, you know, some people like to control every little knob and detail. Other people just want, you know, a toggle switch. Yeah. I've not, I've not heard that before. Lighting is very personal. It is. Wow. Yeah. We had some dead air there. But <laughs> I'm just kind of like, yeah. really, a, a little... Describe a bit. That's interest. Very interesting. Um, you know, I, I think the f maybe the first time I noticed that was going to this famous professor's house for a big dinner everyone went to when we were graduating. Okay. The lighting was terrible. I mean, no, no. really, <laughs> it was really bad. And we all kind of looked at it like we terrible. joked about it later. But then, you know, looking back on it, it's not like there was nothing fancy. He wasn't trying to, you know, put in some expensive decorative fixtures or do anything. He was working with what he had, which is. Um, you know, it's this medium-sized apartment, and you, you know, got a little light where you need it. And he, kind of like me, actually, he liked a dimmer light, maybe even candles, or just really low-level lighting. And so it feels like it's nothing, you know, mind-blowing. Okay. But it's just, uh, yeah, and that's not how everyone likes to live in their space. Yeah, and he right? was the inspiration, and yet his his living space was. It would have told you there's nothing about lighting you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So that that goes back to the, what it is personal. And yeah. obviously it didn't bother him or it didn't seem to. No, he didn't. He didn't clean it up for our sake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and you didn't make any suggestions at the same time. You say, No, not at all. Wouldn't dare. <laughs> but the, the, the fact that you said when we went into it, we went there and it was as light. The lighting was terrible. Yeah. You didn't say like it wasn't what we expected. We didn't say we couldn't see. No, you said it was terrible. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating okay. a little bit, but it's um, but it was, but it's still very personal. <laughs> but the yeah. guy is—he's such a genius at it that you don't feel bad like feeling that way. He's like, okay, well, I'm missing something then because he knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Are there are there any um, 
dream projects that you've you've you may want to do or you're looking at doing or you maybe you've done them and just want to keep doing them is there is there is that such a is that am i reaching to to ask that um i can't think of any of like a real focused dream project i mean okay <clears throat> we get very very excited anytime we're approached for a new project because it's something fresh and new yeah. and it's just uh yeah, it's 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 exciting every time. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you a challenge one. I just thought of this. Okay, how about if you, if you were approached with lighting, um, the uh, um, the shores uh, along the opening of the Golden Gate uh, before the Golden Gate Bridge, the ocean, the, the waves. If you were if you were commissioned or or uh, challenged with, how would you light that up so? people can literally see it from the air when they fly in on the in the airplane could you do that uh we could we've thought about doing that before no way just on our are you kidding no oh no we were gonna do like a little sort of gorilla lighting installation on the side gorilla lighting but we realized we probably would have gotten into a lot of trouble with the the Sea authorities, okay. port authorities. But, but okay, so how to shine? How about shining the ocean, the, the waves? Mm -hmm. Could you do that effectively without without being invasive? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, in, invasive legally? Well, you know, yeah, not legally. <laughs> well, you know, for the, you know, it's not going to get in the way of a kid. You know, he's going to go in there. Hey, daddy, look at the lighting. You know, and poke on it or something. Oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so to where they almost could not. Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. Could you do that? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have a project for us? No, I'm just thinking of her as we're talking. Because oh. <laughs> you know, I first started with the Golden Gate Bridge, and it went, and now all of a sudden I'm thinking at, you know, just uh, um, hotels, you know, where they have, they're, they're alongside the ocean, but, you know, you wouldn't know it's an ocean at night. Right. Um, and these are yeah. real excellent hotels, but you wouldn't know. Um, or, or um, um, what do they call the, you know, where they're, they're set aside is a, uh, you know, tide pools. You know those mm -hmm. type, those type of uh, uh, things where you you can't see it at night, but you could light it up. Yeah, I mean, it gets tricky. It's really tempting to. It, it's hard to not get too greedy lighting wise on okay. that. Okay. No, no, no. Be with taste. Well, if, if that's the right word. Because there there are things like the little sea creatures and um, oh, migratory right, patterns. Oh, you're right. Okay, so how do you, there we go. There's so that, that word invasive. How do you minimize that? That's where the challenges come in. I mean. Um, there have been projects uh, that I was not directly involved with, but I'm aware of from previous companies where you're lighting for an island in the middle of nowhere, but it can't, like, it's a major path of the the sea turtles' migration. Oh, so it'll veer them off. And okay. they're attracted uh, to light, and they would have just totally... Oh, ruined. okay, so there's some considerations with that. That would be definitely challenging, but it can be done, as you said. It can be done. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. That's great. Uh, now, in, in working with uh, some of the, um, I think we may have touched on this earlier, but working with some of the cities, uh, municipalities, or even countries, other than Singapore being one of your, your your favorites to work for, because they really it's it's they value it as a culture, which we said we never heard of a culture value in light, but everyone always knows that light is light is light. Mm -hmm. and, and so you're actually dealing, in, in, in my my view, you're actually dealing with something quite sacred. Yeah. Is that considered in each of your project? You know that you're actually dealing with, and you call it a material, but uh, you're dealing with something that's actually sacred and it's going to be sacred to people in different ways. Yeah, we we think about that in a certain way. I think we could always think a little deeper about that one because that is important to remember. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can. There's a, there's a quote I wanted to uh, to share with you and see what you thought of it. Um, more and more, it's so it seems to me, light is the beautifier 
of the building. It's from Frank Lloyd Wright. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, that's fantastic. I, <laughs> I hadn't heard that quote before. Yeah. Um, can you say that one more Sure. Time? More and more, so it seems to me, light is the beautifier of the building. Hmm. Frank Lloyd Wright again. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's, I don't know what to say. I mean, okay. that's, that's, it's not often that, I, to me, I kind of take that as a compliment to our craft and our work that we're doing. It's, it's just nice to hear, you know, Frank Lloyd Wright. Say yeah. <laughs> and, and if you look at it, it's the beautiful of the building. So it's like the building you would think that's it. Everything is that. But it's actually the light of the. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, oh, thanks for sharing. I, I could, it, can be, it can be the opposite as well. But I like the positive view very much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, t- t- touch on a, just a sec, uh, a second. How? How? What's the the opposite of then? It. What would be the opposite? Uh, you know, I mean, lighting can be done. Um, you don't even need a lighting designer. It can just be done by a contracting crew. It can be done by yourself. Anything. But you know, there are times when the architecture it's it's thought of either way after the fact, or you look at it and you think well, they like they didn't talk when they were putting it together. It's just not really an integrated feeling. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just, we try to respect and follow the lines of architecture as much as possible. So we we let that be our guide, and then we come up with some weird stuff to show them and see if they're Nice. Excellent. (laughs) So light is the beautifier of the building. That's, we'll we'll close on that. that's yeah. We're we're still saying, Key. It's been it's been great having you as our guest today. It really has pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. We hope you consider coming back. To Absolutely. Us. Yeah, thanks this for It's terrific. Us. You've been listening to the Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been Key Anderson, ILD principal and partner of Natale Lighting, an international design firm headquartered in San Francisco, California, and Seattle, Washington, offering a fresh perspective on lighting design with an intimate, tech savvy dialogue that empowers project personnel who actively contribute to the design process. For more information, visit www.niteolighting.com. That's www.niteolighting.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. The Modern Architect is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and is a production of KZSU Radio. The recording engineer and production manager is Akshay Juggy. Assistant engineer is McGregor Joyner. And we're all assisted by Bryce Carter. The executive producer and host of The Modern Architect is Tom Dioro. Thank you for tuning in. This is The Modern Architect. Oh, that was a great show. Oh, I. Some,